And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. This is Tom McNally during the final phase of May 2017. There's really been far too much going on this month to summarise here, and my sympathies go out to the bereaved. This month we've had a tiny exhibition of artwork from the Saga of the European King as part of the Open Houses event here in Brighton. You might not know this if you're listening via iTunes, but every chapter of Book 2 has a piece of track art illustrated by me. I put it all up on some walls, and people seem to like it and even buy some of it, which was good of them. There are plans for further interaction between the saga of the European King and the real world, including a live show, and if the Arts Council agrees with our plans, we'll have some announcements for you shortly. The Arts Council won't be funding our regular episodes, however, and that's where we need your help. The saga of the European King has a Patreon that you can subscribe to and support us for just a US dollar per episode. The US dollar is still worth something, and it's worth a lot to us. We can turn those US dollars into more and better episodes, and you'll get access to live streams, special content, and early drafts in return. Go to patreon.com slash saga of the European King to find out more. And now, enjoy our latest chapter of the saga, where the King of Europe and a gorilla have a serious talk about women. The Saga of the European King, Chapter 28. What is a dame? How? Does she feel? The king did not sleep the night he acted like a dick. He instead found a quiet corner of the temple and sat down with his back to the wall and watched what happened on the tops of his knees and behind his eyelids. What felt like a hundred years went by before Gogo Gorilla appeared out of nowhere and nearly gave him several heart attacks at once. Ah, good morning, your highness. A morning that's tentative, like the hand oh, no, of an no, old... Just, I, 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 can't, I can't do this. I see. Just, I can't. Say, is I there can't a uh, right spot for two down there on the floor? Oh, don't come down on the floor. I'm on the floor. Yeah. Feels like a man could get some real heavy thinking done down here. Uh... All I'm saying is you look like you've been having some heavy thoughts, your highness. In fact, I could hear him bouncing around the inside of your skull all the way from the kitchen. I keep... Seeing things I've done, but instead of a flashback session where the lessons and spirit of my adventures are summarized for me, it's more like very specific moments are played on a loop that distorts gradually into noise. Well, look now, you've got a lot of pages to your playbook. Which one's got torn out? Atlantis. My finest hour. None of my noble forebears had found it, and there I was, beating up techno-Greeks in a maze. Hmm. But everything was was just the smell and taste of seawater in my beard, you know? Your Highness, you mind if I, uh, scratch down some notes? When you came to me that morning, when when you came from Terathor's fortress at the library with the, with the stone-to-flesh code, did you see Sally give me, like, this look? A look? Yeah, yeah, like a look. I, I just can't stop thinking about it. It, it was like I, I wasn't doing enough. Like I wasn't doing enough for the prince, but hmm. I'm his father. I, I spent years trying to find a way to change him back from a statue, didn't I? I'd like to say you hired the best crime-solving sleuth for the job. I, I, I think that she gave me that look a lot. Do you remember the whole alien conspiracy thing we did? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, sometimes I forget that there's incontrovertible evidence about extraterrestrial interventions that shakes our society to its roots. Huh. You'd think it would come up more. There, there was this moment in the kitchen at the government agency control center where we were unraveling the conspiracy, and she was eating a plate of maize, and, and there it was, that, that angry look, while the fork scraping against the plate, just s staring right at me like I'm, I'm not doing enough. It was, it was so cold, and it was so angry. <sighs> okay, I've seen this before. Sure, you got it bad, but... I've seen worse. What you need, your highness, is some breakfast. Yes! Okay, here we go. One, yeah. two, three, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, I think so. Gogo Gorilla took the king to the kitchen, where he had spent the night sleeping in a nest made of dishcloths. Here, your highness. Breakfast. The anchor that keeps a man in his harbor through the storm. Now eat up. This isn't maize! It's mashed kraboo. Vikinka cuisine, soaked in coconut milk and seasoned with bloodlust. Now eat it quick before the chef comes back. He's got a mean temper like a junkyard dog that disparages your race and makes you eat off the floor. I will fight him. Breakfast first. The king set his ears to maximum keenness while he ate, and he listened for signs of Axe-Axe wound or Astrid Gimelech. The king had faced down 10 million dangers and enemies throughout his long life, but on that morning, he genuinely thought that he would die if either of them entered the room looking for him. What's our next move, your highness? Um... Look, it's difficult to draw a bead on Eric Rageeda's intentions. He didn't get his fingers in so many pies by showing a clean pair of hands. Um, for all we know, you're still a prisoner here. Uh, yeah, I, I should, um... Yes, you should. Right now, you're buck naked. You got broken bones poking out of you. No weapons save for your meat hooks. Though your meat hooks are wood. Yes. So, uh... What, what do you think? We could maybe pull a caper? A stunt? Some kind of dress-up routine? Maybe get ourselves into the armory? Then comes a lightning raid at dawn. You, you get your sword back, the one that yaps. Perhaps then we take the whole fortress. You got a military mind. There ain't a doubt in mind that you got the steps planned out clear as day in yours. You tell me what they are, and this ape will make it happen. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll be right back. Just, just stay right there. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do something. Goga Gorilla was right. While he'd been imprisoned, the king had planned a thousand intricate and entertaining plans to kill everybody in the Mask Temple. But now all he wanted to do was to cut his losses, never see his friends again, and disappear silently into the jungle. He slunk towards the entrance of the temple, but escape was not that easy. Eric Rage Eater was standing in the corridor waiting for him. He was strapped tightly into his bed suit in battle mode. Each robotic hand held a sword that had been stolen from the grave of a legendary Viking or Vikinka warrior. The angry ghosts of the fallen heroes clung to their swords, sobbing and glowing. This didn't make the swords any more effective or powerful, but it did look intimidating, and it showed the world that Eric Rage Eater would go to any length to upset people. Real talk, this is the last time you'll get play with me, little monkey. I know. Now, I'll give you a head start. 
Cause I'm feeling maybe I'm responsible. Maybe I was too hard on you, and that's why you went strange and knacked on your best homie's bitch. No. It was my fault. I lost myself. Ha! I knew that. All on you. All on you. Shame on you. I mean, I've done some bad shit, but this is low, dog. And here, this is yours. I was going to hide this in your maze for Christmas, since my jail was so tight that you weren't going to bust out of it on your own any time in the next hundred years. My magic telephone. When you run, we're gonna be chasing you, so holler for help if you're needing it. You got one chance, one chance to crack, and then justice in the form of the ERE is coming for you. We're gonna hunt you, and we're gonna kill you. Goodbye, Eric. Goodbye, Cutty. There's nothing I can do to ameliorate my crime. I shall live in a forest, a wild thing awful to behold. Hunted to the last by those who once knew me as something more. <laughs> the king walked away from the masked temple and faded into the dark rainforest. He took to the trees and brachiated west towards oblivion. His beard and hair were lank and scraggled from his long imprisonment and brutal beating, but he did his best to muster them up a little further. He rubbed the dry dirt of the rainforest into his face and stuffed bullet ants into his crevices. And he had just dragged a naked tail armadillo into a tree to eat when he found that he had a visitor. Go, go, gorilla. You're as good as any ape at losing a tail, your highness. But I'm not any ape. I didn't think they'd send you to finish me off. Of course not. In a stand-up fight, you'd clean my clock. I chased after you so we could talk. I can't talk anymore, I'm an awful wild thing. Stop that. You're not a wild thing, your highness. You're a man. Unlike any man, you're all caught up about a dame. What do you know about dame? What? Um, well, uh, Sally's a woman. She's a dame. Sally's a dame. Well, they're kind of weird. But they don't say much unless it's to get kidnapped or hurt in order to get you to do something. They get angry with you for no reason, and sometimes they mess up your sheets and it's gross. Uh, okay. Let me dial it way back. It's a story old as time. A dame hooks a man right in the insides of his head, his heart, his fruits. They have themselves a time. Seems like forever won't be long enough. Sure, there were others, but they're all part of the machine. She wouldn't have been so sharp if she hadn't had the practice. Our man's got it bad. So bad that sometimes all he can do to relax is to forget himself. One night he forgets himself a little too easily and suddenly his world don't make sense. If he loved her, he reckons to himself. In hours that are not kind to reckoning, he wouldn't have acted the fool like he did. So he gets to thinking he's every inch the fool. Why wouldn't he? To let a dame like that down. And with that thought comes his little buddies. Her expensive lipstick had been wearing down a little too quickly. She'd been doing more laundry lately than usual. A cursory background check around the local haunts comes back a little patchy. Maybe she wasn't such a big shout after all. So the man, his head full of black thoughts, he hangs in the street lamp, finger in the ring in his pocket. It's sharing space with the cult that saw him through that night in 17. Someone's gotta pay, and the night's always in credit. <gasps> if only he'd quit with the thoughts, and gone round to the corner and picked her up some flowers and something fancy for her after dinner. She didn't want an all-or-nothing man. She didn't want a saint or a devil. She just wanted a man who showed her the attention she deserved. 
I never knew that's how it was with dames! Damn straight. And your dame, your highness, is the state of Europe. What?! No, no, there's no way that Europe is a chick! Europe ain't no chick, she's every inch a woman. And she doesn't want you to be a jungle man, Europe just wants you to be a man. I am a man! And that means getting her something nice when you're screwed up. Get Europe something nice, your highness. Something nice? Quick, tell me! Tell me what dames find nice! Nice, huh? Well, you know, we peasants hear a lot down here on the ground, and we talk, and we yap, and we listen. And I've been listening to a little something about how long ago it was that Super Italy World opened up. Oh, well... Yeah, you know something else that a lot of people have been hearing? Zip from all of their brave sons and brothers who went down the chillness plains to whack winter, and how it still gets plenty cold come October. Well, I'm gonna... I'm... But look where we find ourselves right now. This... this is warm. It's got monsters for the kids, plenty of space. A lot of nice trees and nice mountains. A lot of nice, if you catch my drift. Oh! Go, go, gorilla! You're a genius! Well, I don't know about that. I just see what's straight in front of me. I'm, I'm calling General Magnificent right now. We're gonna do this. I, I don't pull down anything like genius money. Hello? Listen here. I told you to stop calling this number and to add me to the no call list. I know you have those. Hello? <laughs> Hello? General, it's me. Oh, good Christ. I'm the king of Europe. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh, good Christ. Oh, God. Oh, your, your highness. Your highness. Ah, ah, how, how are you? How, how are you doing? How? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, oh, man, man. I, I've had the worst night. Oh, the, the, the worst night. Uh, has he had a bad night? Oh, oh the worst, he says. Just the worst. Why do you say that? Because as it happens, we've had the worst night too. No, we must move beyond our bad nights, General. Europe is a chick, see? And we must treat her with respect. It's a lady, right? Yes, uh, like, a, like, like a comrade in arms. Yes, any night could be your last, but, but the last was a bad one, yes. I, I, I should warn you, everybody's I, dead. I, I'm calling for an official diversion from oh, our I, quest to kill Winter. Ready your uh, forces. I'm, I'm your majesty. Uh, you, I need mechanics to build the an army. invasion armada that will cross the ocean and All conquer the, men, the rich, oh, fertile, uh, nice uh, lands of the new the, world. The castle has fallen. Oh, nice one, Magnificent. You had 200,000 men under your command. Where are you now? I'm, I'm in the blasted rubber. It's, it's all a dreadful waste. Uh, but we're five years in the future from, from your current state. You, you never called me back! I was in Viking prison! You knew I was in Viking prison! You heard me go to well, Viking prison! Well, I don't know what I, well, I don't know what to say. They're all gone. There isn't even a castle magnificent anymore. It all happened years ago, apparently. You didn't call back and that's where we are. When did the castle fall? Uh, um, uh, your Majesty, uh, two things. Uh, one, I'm a time traveler. I, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. uh, two, I jumped us five years into the future after the fall of Castle Magnificent, yeah. which is currently being destroyed near your state. Um. Uh, the men slaughtered and, and so on. And you are talking to us in the future via your uh, magic telephone. Okay, well, I, I just want to say that I'm cool with you being a time traveler. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, but you needn't worry too much because uh, uh, three Terathor stole my time machine, so now I'm just a regular Joe, I guess. Terathor's got a time machine. He can 
travel now through time. He can, and he has. Okay, well, we'll worry about that later. Here's what's important now. General Magnificent. I want you to be utterly straight and level with me. <laughs> Are we still friends? <laughs> I am. No. <laughs> what do you think is more important? <laughs> Our relationship or some dumb old army that's dead? I... You can you can muster a new army, can't you? And, and Mechanicus can build just a whole new castle. We're still friends. Yes! I never doubted it for a second, sir. We're still friends, Go-Go. We're still friends. Still friends. But, but, but how will we go from here? What are your orders? I shall roam this new nice world, making allies and building resources until I can take it by force from within. I don't think the people here have a king. So when they get a load of me, they'll be really impressed. I'll bring my mighty army to you once we're done conquering, and then we'll do the winter thing then. Right, peace out, Europe! Sounds like the cavalry's coming like Achilles running down a tortoise. We are the cavalry, Go-Go. Let's do this dame proud. I know the heart of Europe. And what she wants is an insurrection. And so the king climbed down from his tree, combed his hair back into its usual configuration, and screamed at the stunned armadillo until it was tame. He and Gogo Gorilla then mounted it and rode it north through the jungle. They travelled through Old Mexico and then New Mexico, fighting strange American monsters like rattlesnakes, ocelots, and opossums. They lived rough, but not wild. They were not wild things. They had a dame at home, and they had to make things up to her. That's the end of chapter 28. The Saga of the European King was performed by Amy Sutton, Joshua Crisp, Tom McNally, and Ben Edwards. It was written and produced by Tom McNally and made use of the freesound.org community for sound effects. The online description of this chapter has an exhaustive list of sound effects credits. Nikolai Roos composed the theme tune and the musical stings, while John Bartman composed the Go Go Gorilla theme music. If you enjoy our show, you can rate, review, or subscribe on iTunes, like our page on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud, or become our patron on Patreon. This will make us so pleased that we will roll around on the floor, squealing in a pleasant tone, our little legs kicking up against the furniture, against the walls, and against the shins of our spouses. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bad Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, we're pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.